Radio Nova. Music history. Let's take a look at the week that was August 20th to 24th and we'll start way back in 1986 for August 20th actually when Rick Allen, drummer with Def Leppard made his first live appearance with Def Leppard after losing his arm in a car accident. Did you know you'd lost your arm? No, I didn't uh, because there were there were so many bandages and uh, my uh, my mind and my body kind of uh, let me let me in on this whole thing uh, very gradually. It wasn't something that just hit me, you know. Oh, my arm's gone. It was it was over a two or three week period that uh, you know that I actually realised that the entire thing had gone. I didn't think I'd be able to do anything again. Um, not until. Uh, my brother uh, brought my uh, he brought my stereo system down to the hospital. After listening to music for a few days, I realised that I could still play quite a quite a lot of the the, the parts from you know some of my favourite favourite songs, uh, just using my feet. So uh, that was that was really encouraging. Quite the comeback in 1982 this week. Bono married Alison Stewart. Bono and Ali were high school sweethearts in their native Ireland. And they've been married since 1982. Years married to a rock star, that's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just about to say, yeah. I felt so too. But you know, she's not that hard to live with. And this week in 2005, we lost Robert Moog, inventor of the synthesizer. I just happen to like the sound of Moog better than Moog. Part of my per- family pronounces it one way, and part pronounces it the other way. So my wife at the time and I, uh, back when we were first married, decided uh, to go for the Moog pronunciation. This week, way back in 1956, Elvis Presley was working on his first ever movie. It was called Love Me Tender. Now, it was supposed to be called The Reno Brothers, but it was changed to take advantage of Elvis's Love Me Tender song. Out of the great Southwest comes the sensational adventure of the notorious Reno Brothers and the girl they fought over, starring Richard Egan, as Vance Reno, who came back from the wars to claim his bride. Deborah Paget as Kathy, who loved one Reno brother but married another. And introducing Elvis Presley as Clint Reno, who loved his brother but also loved his brother's girl. This is the week that in 1981, Mark Chapman was sent to prison for killing John Lennon. In 2014, denied parole for the eighth time. Now this week, making his 10th appeal. John Lennon and his wife Yoko Ono, I'm told we're returning from a recording session or somewhere else in a limousine, got out of the limousine to their apartment at the Dakota, where they were shot by a man who has been described, as you have said, by the police as deranged or a kook or something like that. According to Dr. Stephen Lynn, who's the director of emergency room services here. He just gave us a briefing. He said that Lennon was brought here this evening shortly before 11 p.m. He was dead on arrival. August 23rd, back in 1967, Keith Moon, the madman that was, managed to drive a car into a hotel swimming pool. He could be the most sensitive, the most arrogant, the most gentle, the most aggressive. To be. It was like walking through a minefield with him, uh, blindfolded with a pair of hobnail boots at all times, because you never knew when he was going to go off. I remember him getting a hand grenade. It looked like a hand grenade, but it was a lighter. He got it like that and went and rolled it down the aisle of the plane. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the people that love this old hand grenade? He drove the roller into the swimming pool. Whoa! 
Are these Lincoln Continentalists? a bit like televisions out the window that became a sort of very much part of drumming law and Johnny Cash was back in prison this time at San Quentin uh, any of the guards are still speaking to me could I have a glass of water San Quentin you've been living hell to me you blistered me since 1963 and this week in 1975, Queen started recording Bohemian Rhapsody. Here's Brian May. There's a little echo on that in the mix to make it sort of ethereal. It's the little shiver thing. <laughs> and then at the end of this, this is where the song starts to grow and face the truth is where the guitars come in growing in dramatic intensity. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. So it sounds like a lot of people singing, really, and part of that's good construction, and part of it's luck, because our voices um, blended very well. As soon as there was three of us singing, it sounded like quite a lot of people, really. In all, apparently there was 180 separate overdubs on the recording of Bohemian Rhapsody. Absolutely mammoth. And that's a look at the week that was in music history here on Radio Nova. This is Marty Miller.